Guys, we're back. It is officially October. Thank God. Which means <laughs> October series, baby. Burr, 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 burr. Burr, burr, burr. We are (laughs) (laughs) evil conniving laugh. We are so excited. You guys already know that we live for uh, this series. And this is our third annual, fourth annual. What is it? I don't even know. But I feel like our podcast is broken into October series or this many months till October series. This is our fourth. Is it fourth? This is our fourth. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, this is our fourth annual October series. You guys have been through it with us. If mm-hmm. First of all, if you guys uh, haven't listened to our original October series, we have one every for the last four years. Yep. <laughs> um, so definitely binge those in preparation for this one. It is so much fun. Um, and if you guys didn't know, this is the time where you guys send in scary stories yes. that you have experienced. Yes. Um, I mean, little backstory, most of you should know, but I I mean, I feel like new people come to us during October. Mm -hmm. Um, Me and Ash have bonded on a lot of things. Yeah. But one of the main ones was our love for true crime. Yes. Um, That was what got me into podcasts because I had never listened to podcasts, but Ashley recommended some true crime ones and then I got kind of hooked and then now I've like found my like little... uh, little pocket of ones yes. that I listen to. Her niche. But we we love true crime. We love scary stories. But we are also the biggest wusses. We can't handle it at all. At all. But we so, continue to do this to ourselves. But I feel like most people are like this. Yeah. It's like a bittersweet feeling. Which, yeah. full picture, actually, this is kind of crazy because... The whole reason I got into podcasts in the first place was because of the podcast Serial. I think I've said that before. Yes, yes, yes. It was the original true crime podcast that got me. That was the first podcast I ever listened to. Yeah, same Um, one. It's true crime. Taryn and I just sat down and we just got some crazy news. So if you haven't listened to the podcast Serial, the original one, then this is a big spoiler. Um, But Adnan got released. Dude freaking insane which is wild um i thought it would have happened a lot sooner i did because i thought the podcast really changed everything but um i'm just i'm so excited for him i'm so excited for his family um and yeah it's just a a really cool like weird moment like the whole reason we started october series in the first place was because of our love for true crime and uh yeah the original podcast really did that but it's not just true crime. You guys also write in the most terrifying, like, supernatural stories, too. Oh, the paranormal which, ones. It's so funny because, like, I'm definitely in the whole, like, I just pretend it doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm the person yeah. who, if I hear a weird noise, I close my eyes and I just pray yeah. and sing, open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> like, whatever I have to do to, like, disassociate. So the the stories, the, like, supernatural stories Oof. actually still to this day like haunt me oh they freak me out um but i'm excited because <laughs> i've i've got my i've got my little pot of stories collected for mm-hmm. this season of october series and uh there's some some doozies yeah to be clear though 
if you have an October series story that you would like to submit, there there's it's not plenty of time. No, it's not. We too have late. the entire month. So if you have a scary story that you would like to write in, highly recommend that you do that right now. Mm-hmm. Include all of the little details, the temperature mm-hmm. it is outside, yep. how old you are, like like give us all the crazy details because it really makes yep. for a really excellent story, and and we yep. love we live for all the details. Also, I was like. Trying to get myself in the mood today for spooky season, so I re-listened to one our our first October episode in 2020, and I had full body chills, no, like full I, body chills. I witnessed. We listened to it on the way here to like prep ourselves and get us in the mood because it sucks. Because I mean, in California right now, it's like a million degrees it's outside, so, so sunny. It's not even fair. We're and trying so, to be we're trying to be spooky yeah, season. Like we wanted to be like gloomy and whatever, so we were getting <laughs> ourselves in the vibe and. One of the stories, Ashley was like, I have chills. And I look over and her leg, part of her leg was in the sun. And it literally looked like a plucked chicken. (laughs) (laughs) It was pretty bad. Um, But yeah. Oh, also, um, if this is your first October series or if you just needed a reminder, we release a funny promo every week. Mm -hmm. So we've... um, we got all the costumes and props ready for that. So definitely check us out on Instagram. We also are trying to get better at doing TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> so follow, follow us, us there and yell at us if we don't post anything. And um, yeah, so we just have, it's it's time. Guys, it's officially, it's the, the ball has started to roll. Uh-huh. We are in October series. Also, if you follow us on YouTube, you might have noticed that we're repping our new October series merch. We're very excited about this. This is our new 2020 October series merch. We uh, put a lot of thought into uh, the design and uh, we launched it a week ago. So uh, head over there. Um, We'll have the link in the description box below. It's also all over socials. Um, So grab yourself some merch so that you can wear it with us throughout the entire month of October. Yep. This is so exciting. Okay, do we um, like, oh, I, I have I have a shorty. I was going to say, you have a shorty, which if you guys don't know, so we would love, we've had some tearing it ups, like scary editions sent in before. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's much more like you thought you were going to get murdered, but it actually was like your dog stuck in the trash can, like yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So if you have funny October series tearing it ups, totally send those in. But also when we don't have that, sometimes we'll pick a shorty. So even if you have a scary story, but you're like, there's not enough meat there for me to like do this long drawn out version of it. Mm-hmm. Like if you just want to send in a paragraph or two, sometimes we add that to the episode cuz you guys literally cannot get enough. Like yeah. we get requests so often of like do two episodes a week, like do more scary stories, all this stuff. So we're trying really hard to like meet you guys halfway. So <laughs> um yeah, we hear you. We, we hear, hear you. the need. We hear, we hear the, the need. need. Um so do we start? Are Can you I ready? Just get into it. Oh my, oh my god! god. <laughs> oh my um, so obviously, instead of a tearing it up, uh, I decided to do something different. Uh, someone sent in an October series, but it was super short. Okay. And I thought it would be fun to kind Let's of just replace it. the tearing it up with a little shorty. A shorty on the side. <laughs> shorty on the side. Okay. I'm not going to give away. The, I'm not going to say the title. Okay. But okay. October series shorty number one. <laughs> and scene. And scene. <laughs> Hi, guys. Hello. I, of course, want to say that I love the podcast and you guys. My name is Adri, and you can totally say my name. I love when they give us a name. Okay, so this one is kind of short, but you could read it for like an opening thing or something. 
What do Literally, you know? I read it and I was like, that's what I'm going to do. do you know? Perfect. Anyways, this is my aunt's story. A few years ago, after she had put her three-year-old daughter to sleep, she went downstairs to get a midnight snack. A few moments later, that same three-year-old came back downstairs. She stared up at my aunt and said, we all die in a fire. Oh, God. Why are kids, it's always kids and old people. I'm dead, dude. So scary. So true. My aunt, who was very taken aback, turned towards her and asked, who on earth told you that? And my little cousin responded with, the person in my closet. Oh my God. Then she brought her finger to her lips and said, shh, before turning around and going back to her room. Oh my gosh. Chills. Ew. She said, shh. I hate that. And went upstairs. I hate it. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Anyways, that is the story. And I have never been the same since. Adri. Oh, my. Dude, Ashley, you know, every year I'm, like, so excited to do October series. And I do love it. But then we start reading a story. And I sit there and I'm like, why are you doing this to yourself, Taryn? Yeah. Like, why? I mean, what's crazy about this? I have nieces and nephews now. Yeah. Like, I'm picturing, if they said that to me, I would slap, I'd be like, get out. You Satan. know what's crazy is I, I, to this day, I have nightmares. But as a kid, it was like 10 times worse. I had them like all the time. And I'd get scared and I would run into my mom's room and wake her up. If my kid does that to me, I will lose it. I will lose, because I would wake, I would be like standing next to her by the bed. She'd be oh, asleep. I that too. And I would like. I wouldn't tap even her. tap. I would stand and just stare Wait, until my mom you felt, felt me. bad to wake them yeah. up. But, but that's like, so much worse. But you did that, you know, and that would terrify me. I'm so scared. Children are so terrifying. Adri, thank you for writing that in. I can't get over how short it is, but how scary it is. No, like it got me. <laughs> yeah, it got me too. Got I was me. like, whoa, 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 whoa. This was just our teaser to like really get you guys ready for uh -huh. this, you know, because some people can't handle our no. October series. Like we've, we've received messages before of people being like, hey, I love you guys. Yeah. I support you. Um, but I will be bowing out yeah. and I'll be back in November. Yeah, and yeah. I totally and we get fully it. support you. That's yeah. totally fine. Because there's even sometimes like when I start getting too paranoid, like I have to take a break from my scary podcast. Because yeah. I'm like, like I almost punched my neighbor one time because he turned a corner and I was like, you're not getting me today. <laughs> like <laughs> not ready today, to fight. Satan. And then I was like, okay, wow. Clearly you're like on edge. We need to calm down a little <laughs> we bit. We need to take a second. But yeah. Okay. Well, off with a off to a good start. Today's episode is brought to you by Book of the Month. If you guys have not heard of Book of the Month, where have you been hiding? Me and Ash are both on the journey of trying to be readers. She's definitely there. I'm on my baby steps way there. So obviously we were so pumped to partner with Book of the Month because their mission is to help readers discover new books they love and to promote the work of emerging authors. And guys, they literally make it so easy to decide which book to read next. Each month, the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles. They pick the five to seven of the best new books for you to choose from. All the books are good, so you cannot go wrong. 
and they offer great prices on new release hardcover fiction. Much cheaper than other options, shipping is always free, and it's super fun. Books are delivered in a bright blue box, a fun app to pick your book and track reading process is available, and they have reading challenges with rewards. My December read was so epic. It was called Butcher and Blackbird. And let me just read the little sentence they give you that totally sold me. Serial killers need love too. Don't take our word for it. Read this biting, steamy, and edgy murderers to lovers tale. Like, come on. Like, it totally sold me. If you guys would like to check out Book of the Month, just head on over to bookofthemonth.com to pick a book and join Book of the Month. For a limited time, you can join and get the first book for just $5. Just use code unsolicited. Again, that's bookofthemonth.com, code unsolicited. Happy reading. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Are you ready? I am so ready. (laughs) This one kind of messed me up. Uh Uh-oh. But also, like, it's fine, because I just keep telling myself, it's not real. Right. (laughs) But it is. (laughs) Okay. Let me, I need to, like, adjust the mic. I need to get cozy. Okay. This one is called The Call from Hell. Oh. Oh. Hi, Ash and Taryn. I'd like to stay anonymous, but you can know my name. Okay. I just got it. it got it. And I'm, or actually, wait, wait, wait. wait. She just like dramatically <laughs> lipped, mouthed, mouthed it to me yeah. okay. <laughs> from across the table. This is kind of crazy, Ash. Okay, so she says, I'm the one that sent the story about the white ghost and doll with black hair from the haunted town last year. <gasps> Do you remember that one? Yes. So scary. Wait, you have two? Girl. Oh, oh, yes. Oh, oh, she no. said, I had to send another story in because horrifying things just seemed to keep happening to me. Dear LOL. God. I hope this finds you well and not too spooked out. Oh well, God. let me tell you, it did. <laughs> and it ruined. Never mind. I'm not even going to say what it ruined because let's just wait. Okay. I work in a call center for a security company. I'll keep the name of the company private. And I take calls specifically for account maintenance. If a customer has a question about their bill, cancellation, or have any other account issues, I'll help them take care of it over the phone. One rainy day in July, I took a rather interesting phone call. I answered the phone and I asked, how can I help you today? On the other end of the phone, I heard a middle-aged woman crying. She replied, I'm being watched. My heart drops and I repeat back to her slowly, you're being watched? Just to make sure I was hearing her correctly. She stutters through hyperventilated breaths. I just received a text from an unknown number. Someone sent me a picture of me just now sitting on my couch. (gasps) Why do I always get nauseous? <laughs> I always oh my god, my up. legs. I have goosebumps. <laughs> okay. 
Wait, why did you call the security company? You called 911. Girl, I'm telling you. Okay. I immediately panicked. This woman's indoor cameras were being hacked and someone was watching her through her home. We have precautions and steps to handle situations like these. And although they don't happen very often, I knew exactly what to do. I immediately cautioned the woman to call the police while I contacted my supervisor. I run across the office to my manager's desk, and he's not there. I hurry over to the assistant manager's desk, and she's not there either. Oh, my God. Anxiety fills my chest, and I get back on the phone with a customer. Hello, ma'am. Are you still there? Silence. Hello? My heart drops to my stomach as I realize that all I can hear is just slow, heavy breathing, and then the phone call disconnects. Get out. (laughs) I hate it here. I hate it here. Okay. Okay. I immediately call the woman back and try to get her back on the line. By the blessing of God, she answers, and I can hear she's still crying. Hello, she says. Hello, ma'am. This is your security company. Were you able to get a hold of the police? She replies, I can't. He's watching me, and he doesn't want me speaking with you. Okay. I signal my coworker over and have her call the police to the address. I reassure the customer that I'm going to contact my supervisor and will disable her system. We're going to disable your system, ma'am. We believe it may be a hacker, but this will be taken care of. No one should be able to watch you through your cameras. Is anyone else in the home with you? The police are on their way to oh. keep you safe. She says, don't bother. He's already here. <gasps> what? Small tears. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Small tears start streaming down my face, and my face is filled with confusion and worry. My coworker was finally able to get a hold of the police and my supervisor, and he sits next to me and begins to listen to the call. Ma'am, what do you mean he's already here? She begins to speak with a straight, steady, monotone voice. Tall, short, dark hair, light eyes, scar on his right cheek, jeans and a black sweater, standing in the driveway with a phone in his hand. I start writing these descriptions down while my manager behind me is finding his way into her account to shut down the monitoring. I can hear my coworkers staying on the line with 911, the 911 operator. Tears are rapidly spilling out of my eyes as I begin to wonder what there is to do. I ask the woman, is your door locked? She responds, it doesn't matter. He's going to get me. My coworker nudges me and says that the police are only a minute away, and I spend the next minute trying to stay on the line with the customer. She alerts me of every inch he moves up the driveway closer and closer to her front door. She receives another text while on the line. This time, it's another photo of her, but from a different angle. He hacked into another one of her indoor cameras and is continuing to taunt her. My heart is racing as I hear the sirens approaching and the woman silence her sobs. It's silent on the other line. Ma'am? Ma'am, are you still there? The line disconnects one more and does not pick up. I try over and over again, calling the customer back, dialing her number as fast as I could, and there was no response. My supervisor and coworkers sit silently next to me as I sob and wonder what to do. Later that day, my supervisor was able to get a hold of the officer that responded at the scene. 
He reassured us that the woman was fine and they were able to get the man into custody. Apparently, she (sighs) suffers a strange case of paranoia, which is why she had a hard time communicating with me. But she was not paranoid at this moment. This tall, short, dark-haired man with green eyes and a scar on his right cheek was there with the intention of harming her. And the only thing that may have stopped him was her being on the phone. Oh, my God. I haven't heard anything since July about the woman nor the man who was arrested, but we rebooted her entire system and put extra security features to ensure her safety. Moral of the story is, if you feel threatened, do not call your security company first. (laughs) Please call the police. Yeah. If this made it to the podcast, thank you so much for sharing. And I'm so sorry that it's a bit long. Ha ha. I'm wishing a happy and safe Halloween to you all. And I can't wait to tune in every Monday morning for more episodes. I love you both. Thanks for all that you do. Love, Anonymous. What the hell? No. No. I like, so like, okay. I do understand how she might have maybe not realized that he was out front and like wanted to call the security camera company to have them like turn off the cameras. But I think the first thing I would have done would have been call the cops and then like run around my house and start like taping or like covering, throwing blankets at the cameras. Yeah. Before I called the security company. When you hear that she suffers from, like, it sounds like she suffers from mental illness and has, like, a paranoia. Yeah. So she probably is used to people being like, no, No. like, it's not that. You know what I mean? Or maybe she's called the cops a lot. Yeah. So it it probably was her way of saying things and not realizing, like, she was just processing, like, what's happening. Yeah. But, yeah, like, you step into action. But what's scary is... Like, if the man was already there, like, my first thing would be to go run out of my house and get into my car. And, like, he was right there. Yeah. Oh, I hate it here. Dude, I was like, so security system's sore. (laughs) That's all I heard. (laughs) I've always been, I've always been nervous to have cameras indoors. Yes. And I'm a big security system person. Big advocate. Makes me sleep better at night. Many reasons why I love it. But I have heard of people having security cameras indoors. Yes. And that has always terrified me. Or the because ones where that's like, next it's already bad enough for people to be able to hack and know that you're home or know what time you come home from work if they hack your ring camera or, or something like that. But like to watch to see you what your you're house. doing yeah. in your house to to know like we all know the cameras the fo- the phones are listening. You know, we all know that people are capable of hacking cameras. So to have one inside, like showing your living room, like you on the couch, like that's next level freaky. And I hate, I hate that. Nobody wants to see me running through the house naked to like get my clean underwear from the dryer. Like, (laughs) no, I mean, maybe you do, which like, I mean, (laughs) thank you. But yeah, there's just too much. And then for me, like I've heard of where like, like people will hack the camera and talk to the kids oof, oof, and be like, oof, hey, like come outside. Like what? I, like so that's what just freaks me out. But also so so many morals of the story. One cameras inside now. Yeah. <laughs> Two call police. Three, like the fact that they were able to then put extra security. Like I I feel like that was good for me to hear because I'm like, OK, well. I'm sure they sell you the whole thing, but like always go for the extra protection. Yeah, like I mean, especially if you're if you're someone like this person who's extra paranoid. Yeah. Let's just I think it's worth it to go ahead and get the bigger package with the extra security, you know, like let's just do it. 
Let's just do it. Dude, the part that freaking killed me is when she said, don't bother. He's already here. Yeah. I'm done. This poor girl, like, that would have traumatized me forever, oh, being on I, the other line. I don't. Oh. oh. Ugh. You know, I feel like I say this every October series, but the answer to all of these things is a big dog. Big. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Hiccup. <laughs> 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 oh, just, we were. Uh, that just kind of threw off the whole thing. Too. I was like, big. <laughs> um, big. big dog a big man <laughs> yeah and weapons yeah stashed yeah. everywhere i mean when me and my sister first moved out from my parents house i'm talking like almost 10 years ago now my parents <laughs> my dad got me a taser and my mom got me i'm not kidding probably like 10 cans of bear spray yeah she was like pepper spray. spray is not enough and i was like mom you're right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're right. Because yeah. bear spray can go across like six feet. Yeah. Not more than six feet. Like across the room. It's like something yeah. like 12 to 20 feet. See, that's like, I want to be able to know like my door is locked mm -hmm. on my in my room. Yeah. And then I want to be able to be posted up in a corner with like able to defend myself. Mm -hmm. And I want to have things that like I don't have to be right next to the person yeah. to do it. And yeah. bear spray I'm just going to admit that. the fact that. 90% of the time, women are weaker, and I want to be able to, <laughs> from a safe distance, kill him. <laughs> you best believe, though, if I get, if I knock you down and you're coming after me, oh, I'm going to kick your butt. Oh. Like, I'm going to, I'm going to annihilate you. Yeah. Cause I, we just got to get him on the floor. Once you're not a threat, then I'm pissed. Yeah. Then I'm pissed. Yeah. You but come if you're a into my house, <laughs> you scare me. <laughs> I'm going to knock you out. <laughs> Oh, yeah, no, God. I got a, I, I recently got a taser that was on a long stick. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Mostly oh, for good. coyotes on the walk, my walks with Charlie. But yeah. then I was also like, this is going to be great at, for, for intruders. Sure. For sure, for sure. Like, Come at me, bro. Yeah. From like two feet away. I got yeah. you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, man. Wow. Anyways, wow. Terrifying. Well, this, what, did she give us her name? No, anonymous. Oh, anonymous. Anonymous, yeah. anonymous, thank you so much for sharing. I'm so sorry scary things happen to you continually. But at the same time. Feel free to continue writing us in because that was your the two stories you've given us were terrifying. terrifying. I I will say though I would I would much rather have like I don't know actually I don't think I could like if she had more paranormal stuff happen to her because her story was terrifying that yeah, doll it was it was really um, scary that was last year so at least this was like but then real life stuff is so scary too I don't know yeah that's enough I think paranormal stuff is terrifying I think real life stuff is even more scary because the odds of that happening are yeah are way more likely so um I, I love a good paranormal story because it's just the pro that's that's probably not gonna happen. And I, I definitely tell myself like, that's not real. Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Ghost stories. Yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs>Hello everyone, it's Taryn and Ashley from Unsolicited Advice. And if you want to listen to our show without ads, you can now. Just go to unsolicitedadvice.supercast.com or click the link in the episode description and you can get a one-week preview of the ad-free version for free. You'll get ad-free listening to the show. You can listen on almost any podcasting app and you'll be supporting our show too. That's unsolicitedadvice.supercast.com. Well, right, Ash. Hit that us. was a great job. She really did a great job writing. 
Um, I have another. I have a good. I have a good story. I'm very I'm excited for this one. This one's kind of long, so buckle, buckle up. In oh, up. in all the in prepositions. <laughs> um, so yeah, let's go ahead and get into it. Dear Taryn and Ash, hello, ladies. My favorite time of the year is here, and by that, I mean that it is time for your October series. Listening to you both on my way to work or on my way home is always such a pleasure and makes my time sitting in traffic just fly by. All of your advice and words of encouragement are so genuine and truly a reflection of both of your beautiful personalities. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. My story takes place many years ago and begins on a little bit of a sad note. I was attending a friend's 18th birthday party where I reconnected with an old friend from junior high named Chris. Chris and I used to hang out a lot at each other's houses, go to parties, and just do whatever for fun. Our older brothers were also friends, so we would see each other often. As we got older, we grew apart and made different friends along the way. When we did see each other, We were always glad to see one another, but the times would grow farther and farther between running into each other. I don't like that this like sounds so nice and happy because I feel like she's reeling me in to destroy (laughs) me. (laughs) Oh God. Okay. During this time, we were already in college and we hadn't seen each other for maybe at least two years. He was actually not even invited to this party, but ended up going with a group of his friends that I also knew. We greeted each other with a big hug and started catching up. We started reminiscing about some of the dumb things we did years before, but also how much fun we had. He told me that he had a girlfriend and that things were going really well with him. I told him I was truly happy to hear all of the great things that he was up to. He told me that we should hang out and even just go play some basketball since we used to always hoop when we were younger. And I told him for sure. Two weeks or so passed when I receive a call from a mutual friend of mine and Chris. He regretfully informs me that Chris passed away in a car accident just recently. My heart dropped and my mind was clouded with all the thoughts of Chris. I couldn't believe him. I didn't want to believe him. I mean, I just saw Chris a few weeks ago. There was no way that he'd passed away. I couldn't wrap my mind around this news. As I hung up the phone, I was overcome with sadness. A few days before Chris's viewing services, I had a very vivid dream. Most dreams, at least for me, it's hard for me to remember the whole thing. Sometimes I can only recall portions of it, but not this particular dream because I remembered the entire thing. I remember walking through the Glendale Galleria Mall, about to go up on an escalator. As it ascends, approaching close to the middle of the escalator, I look up, and on the other side of the escalator going down, I see Chris. He looked really different to me than when I saw him a few weeks earlier. His hair was almost completely gone, as opposed to the full head of hair that he had when I saw him the last time. He calls to me as we're passing each other on the escalator and says my name. I begrudgingly say, Chris, is that you? With a slight pause. But you're dead. Chris with a smile replies, yeah, I know. I'm good though. See you, bro. I wake up all of a sudden and I'm in total disbelief, not understanding what just happened. The dream felt so real. 
The day of the viewing services comes and I have yet to share my dream with anyone. I had never experienced that before, so I was still trying to process the meaning behind it, or if there even was a meaning. As soon as I arrived to the mortuary, I could feel this overwhelming sadness and grief that filled the room where his body was laying. Everyone had somber expressions and tears trickling down their faces. I ride away, see a few of our mutual friends, give them all long embraces as we share with each other some words of comfort. After about an hour of chatting, one of the friends pulls me aside and says, you're not going to believe what happened the other night. He begins to tell me that he and some of Chris's closest friends decided to all get together at someone's house since they were all grieving their loss. He said they were all in the living room sharing stories of their memories of Chris when the doorbell rings. One of his friends got up to open the door and came to see that there was no one there. Thinking nothing of it, he goes back to the rest of the group only to have the doorbell ring again. He goes to check who's at the door and again sees that there's no one in sight. He even steps out onto the porch and looks around and sees nothing. He rejoins the group and mentions to them that both times no one was at the door. The friends are all confused, but don't pay much attention to it. A few minutes pass and yet again the doorbell rings. Oh God. (laughs) This time, a few of them get up really fast in hopes of catching the person that's ringing the doorbell. They swing the door open abruptly and all run out onto the porch, even to the front yard. But still, there's no one there. They all come back to the living room and start discussing what just happened. Everyone started to feel like they were being messed with. They all started feeling all kinds of mixed emotions. Some people were getting irritated, some anxious, and some were just plainly feeling weirded out. In the midst of the conversation, a cell phone starts to ring. The person takes a look at the phone, but with a perplexed and frightened expression, drops the phone to the ground. The friends all look at him and ask, are you okay? But he remains stunned and speechless. They ask him who called, and he tries to gather himself and says with a tremble in his voice, it says Chris. The whole room goes completely silent. Everyone in a state of shock. One friend finally speaks up and says, what? That can't be. There's no way that that happened. The phone then rings another time. The reluctant to believe friend picks up the phone only to see the name of Chris appear on the screen. Feeling terrified, he answers and says, hello, only to hear nothing but silence on the other end. Everyone was in utter disbelief. The reason that they knew there was no way that Chris's phone could have been able to call out was because when he passed, he had his phone on him and there was a horrific fire that, oc- that occurred during the car accident. Our mutual friend then continues with the story that a few days after having that experience, he meets with Chris's girlfriend, who was also a part of that experience that night. The girlfriend tells him that she had a dream the night after. She said that Chris appeared in it and had a full-on conversation with her. She said she asked him, was that you that was ringing the door and calling? And Chris said, yes. I kept doing it because none of you could hear me. He began to explain to her that he kept trying to talk, but no one would acknowledge that he was there and that he was standing right in front of them. Oh my gosh. He kept trying to get their attention, but to no avail. 
That's when he said, I didn't know I was dead, but I realize that now. I'm going to be fine. She told our friend that he looked happy, but she also noticed that he was with two other people that she had never seen before. She continued with her story that she visited Chris's mom to tell her about that dream. As they were discussing it, she noticed a picture in a frame behind Chris's mom. She begins to point at it and says, that's them. I saw these two people with Chris in my dream. The mom starts to tear up and explains that they were Chris's grandparents that had passed away years prior. What? It was then she realized why she hadn't recognized them, but found comfort knowing that he was not alone. After all that, I understood why I had my dream. My friend Chris, <laughs> I'm getting choked up. <laughs> my friend Chris came to visit me and tell me that he was good, and I'm glad that he is. The end. Oh my gosh. Isn't that crazy? Oof. I'm speechless. I feel emotional. <laughs> I think that's really beautiful. It's like, it's scary to experience that, obviously. Yeah. But to look back and know that he's just wanting you to know that he's okay is a really beautiful thing. Yeah. But oh my God. <laughs> wow. Uh... Dude, for all of that to happen very separate, too. Yeah. Like, like it's one thing if it's, like, everyone's together and they're just hyping each other up, getting scared, but then, mm -hmm. like, the dreams and then someone who wasn't even there. And yeah. Like, two, oh two separate dreams, having experiencing the, the doorbell ringing three times with a group of people, so knowing that it's not in your head, and then <clears throat> to have a completely separate person who didn't have a dream and wasn't there at the group say like those two people in your dream are his grandparents that's very unnerving oh my gosh <sighs> wow I felt like I was literally there uh, me too like it took me a second to be like oh yeah we're in the podcast yeah also um this was from one of our 10 percent male audience members yeah wow oof I I'm unwell I'm unwell too. Uh, wow. I literally don't know what to say. It's I'm always, just like it's thinking. It's always so weird when it's a scary experience, but there's there's a beautiful message behind mm -hmm. it. It's hard to know what to say or like how to feel. Yeah. Because it's terrifying. All this stuff too, like if you haven't experienced anything like that, it's hard to even put yourself in a position where like, what would you do? Like, what yeah. would you feel? Yeah. And I, I feel like I've said this on episodes in the past, but I fully, I don't think all of them are, but I do believe that sometimes we dream things for a reason. Mm -hmm. And I do think that, you know, our gut is tied to our brain. And when we have like intuition on things, sometimes we tell ourselves stuff in dreams. And sometimes I think we're told things in dreams. And I think... I think it's I think it's I think it's a really crazy experience that shouldn't be taken lightly. And I think I think no, we oftentimes take dreams like, oh, it was just a dream. Like there's something reassuring to be like, oh, that was just a dream. It's not scary, you know, but yeah. or or it shouldn't be taken literally. Like I think that's something we all tend to do sometimes. But other times I think there's there's a method and there's a reason behind dreams. And I, I think it's I think it's really yeah. scary. No, literally like 
in the Bible. <laughs> like yeah. that's how God would tell people stuff yeah. in their dreams. But it's so hard because I'll wake up from a dream and I'm like, are you telling me I'm going to marry Charlie Hannah? <laughs> are you telling me that's what I'm holding out for? But then I'm like, no, it's probably just like, oh me. my God. But that's, that's nuts. That's like, next level. And I've had dreams that have completely altered my life trajectory. Yeah. A thousand percent. So like, oof, oof. I'm unwell. That was like, it was so, I think I was waiting for something scary to happen. Mm -hmm. So I was getting scared because I was like, no, like their friend's going to like start haunting them or something. Yeah. But then it ended like so beautiful. So yeah. I was like, that was a roller coaster of emotions yeah. for me. Oh my God. Hi. I was like, where is lows. this going? Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Tara, yeah. When the doorbell was ringing, I was like, oh my God. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah, yeah. Like what's going to happen? Oh. oh my gosh. That's nuts. Guys, October series off to a great start. You great guys start. really set the bar high. Again, I really want to reiterate, if you have a scary story or have experienced something that was spooky, um, please write it in. Send all the details. Um, get creative with it because we love a good spooky story. Yes. We love it. We love it. Um, and yeah, um, so I'm going to end with a Halloween joke because oh, perfect. duh how fitting and to lighten the mood duh. yeah um, how many monsters are good at math none unless you count Dracula oh my god I was trying to figure I was I like know. come on Ashley did you like how I like waited and then I was yeah. like I'm going eight. yeah I was like <laughs> I have nothing I was like I was thinking of like punny like multiplication yeah. things or something but could not get there wow that was yeah. good that was really good Thank you guys so much for joining us and, you know, just for, like, loving what we love. Yeah. Um, we are so excited for just all to come in this series. Mm -hmm. And we hope that you guys enjoy it as much as I do. Make sure you follow our social. I do. We do. Sorry, Ash. Yeah, don't leave me out. Jeez. So sorry, Ash. Um, follow all our socials. Get active with us. Um, we are definitely stepping up our socials game. So yeah, we're really excited about it. This is the time to go so you can see how crappy we've been yeah so you can appreciate how much better we got it's a really good before and after <laughs> it's a good before and after <laughs> transition uh but yeah that's all yeah. we got thanks for getting all the way to uh the dad joke if you did we love you the mostest um and we hope that you have a happy and safe spooky season yes love, love you, you. bye, bye.